Hey everybody, it's Lori. And this is Matt. And it's time for another episode of Teacher Teacher Saves Saves World. Welcome to another episode of the Teacher Saves World podcast, the gathering place for parents and teachers that are trying to save the world one teenager at a time. We are Lori and Mad Jones, married high school teachers and parents of two teens, and we'll be your hosts for today's show. Please take a moment to hit that subscribe button and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All of this information and more can be found at teachersavesworld.com. Also at TeacherSavesWorld.com, you'll find a link to Matt's book on Amazon, Helping Teens Succeed in High School and Life, the perfect guidebook for any parent or teacher working with teenagers. We're also proud to be a part of the School Rubric Community, an exciting hub for educators from around the world that want to inspire and be inspired. You can find out more at SchoolRubric.com. On today's episode, we're talking about our gratitude for the year 2020. Hey, haven't heard that phrase uttered ever. <laughs> so this, this episode is coming out on Thanksgiving. <laughs> so that's why we're doing this. It's my favorite holiday. And it's also coming out one day after my co-host turns 51 years old. The wow. day after. Wow, 51. 51. What a... What an unmonumental <laughs> number. No, no, it's a gratitude episode. We yeah. got to be like, no. I just, I'm a, I'm a number. year I'm a, around the sun. I'm a numbers person though. And I kind of yeah. like, you know, there's certain things I like about numbers. And 51 is one of those. It just doesn't really stick out to me. No, it's no, like it really a, doesn't. It's not a really good looking number. No, you and know, it's odd. Odd numbers. Mm. I don't mind odd numbers. I like odd numbers. I like a lot of odd numbers, but for some reason, 51 is just not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so... So yeah, so we wanted to take this opportunity, as is a Thanksgiving tradition in a lot of households, is to, you know, reflect on what we are thankful for, which seems like a really hard thing to do in the year 2020. Which makes it even more vital to do it. Oh, you know, when November important. came, I love November. It is my birthday month. And, uh, you know, London, our daughter loves fall. And, you know, it, yeah. we just we just love fall. And um, we like that it's it's a somewhat low maintenance holiday, unless you are of course hosting the dinner. We host the dinner, but we we potluck it with our family, yeah. so we don't have. It ev- is my, it is my favorite holiday. But it is it's it's it. just joyful. It is and um, Great. and so yeah. I deemed it no worries November. Okay. I gave myself this mantra, and then I shared it with all six of my classes, and I had um, you know, and we did a pledge. So all of us were going to try to subscribe to No Worries November. So when we felt worry and stress coming in, we were going to be our little mantra, No Worries November, No Worries November. This didn't mean not working. You know, if anything, it meant working harder, right? Right. But we weren't going to worry about things that we couldn't control. And we're going to try to do it together. Yes. And so I think a nice pairing with that is what we're grateful for. Um, And I, I just think it's a beautiful... You know, this year's been very tough. And, and of course, all the brain research on gratitude, mm-hmm. right? And the science behind having a gratitude practice is all over the place. And many books written about it, right? And many self-help gurus touting it. Yeah. And I have to say, I, 
I agree. This is not like woo-woo or like touchy-feely stuff. It's very real. Like it is. Change the lens. It's very human. It's, mm-hmm. it's very necessary. So I was kind of just reflecting on 2020 and it was kind of weird. I, I put myself back in the space of when this whole shutdown started. I put myself back into like March and April. Yeah. And I was remembering those times. Yeah. And it seems almost like, it seems almost like years ago. Yeah. When we were, you know, first in sort of, you know, stay at home orders. Yeah. And it was so weird and foreign. Yes. And everybody was like, you know, coming together and like sharing their routines that they were doing and all the things that we did, you know, as a family, because we were home together. We were teaching from home. Our kids were home. Yeah. You know, we were taking the dogs for walks. We were playing board games. We were, yeah, you know, we had, we we had, had a little thing. We had our we had Friday, a, yeah. remember, uh, when we would order from a restaurant, you know, and go mm-hmm. pick it up and we'd watch a film and all those things that we were doing. And it was like, that was so, it was kind of weird. I mean, it was just, it was odd to go back there. It was like, wow, that was just, that was just earlier this year. And we knew we would miss miss that. Like I remember I was saying like, we're going to miss elements of this time when we were right. all four at home. Right. And there was, well, and also at the time it seemed like it was short lived. Cause remember yeah. when we first heard that we were going, when we were shutting down, we were not coming back to school. Mm-hmm. And remember that we, we found out like on a, on a weekend. Right. I mean, we went, we left, we did, yeah. we left school on a Friday thinking that we were going to come back on Monday. Yep. And over the weekend, the students were told not to come back. And then we had to come back, right, for a day. Was it a day or two? Or was that later when we came back? Mm. I forget kind of the timeline. Really no, it was, it was later. Yeah. Remember when we all, went, we all went in the gym and we were mm-hmm. distance, whatever, and we kind of yeah. had to get our, our act together, yeah. you know, and make this transition to, mm-hmm. um, you know, distance learning. And uh, so when we went into this situation... Uh, it was so, you know, kind of weird and foreign and it seemed short lived because we really thought that this was just going to be sort of like a long spring break. Mm-hmm. Remember the, the thought was that we were going to, I think spring break ended somewhere maybe early mid April and we left, you know, March 13th and we kind of thought well, we're going to take about a month off. Yeah. We're going to live in this weird, you know, stay at home order situation for about a month and then, and then we'll resume. Yep. Uh, we're recording this. That on, was it. We're recording this on November 11th. Oh, man. Yeah. We're recording this almost eight months to the day from when that moment happened. Yeah. Bizarre. Eight months. And we're still, what what we thought was going to be a few weeks. Yeah. Eight months later. And we're still no closer. And yeah. we, we live in central California and uh, our, our area has been hit pretty hard. We, uh, in California, we have certain tiers. Uh, and the lowest tier is the purple tier as far as like, you know, case numbers. And, that kind of, and we're, our county is in purple and we've, yeah, we've, the worst. <laughs> we've been there and we're, and it, we show no signs of getting out of it. So, you know, that's kind of where we're at. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, gratitude, thankful. Yeah. I started going down a dark place there. Yeah. So. When I went back and I kind of put myself, well, I remember one of the first things, and this is, and this is something that has stayed, uh, was just slowing down. 
Yeah. We were all forced to slow down. Yeah. I remember and, taking things off of my calendar because yeah. May, May is busy yeah. for high school teachers and parents of high school. Yeah. It's busy. And I remember taking off all of these commitments I had. Mm-hmm. I had the Young Writers Conference. I had the CSF luncheon. I had CSF you know, distribution of the awards. I had just all this stuff, speech competitions, mm-hmm. um, volleyball tournaments for London, you know, the mom stuff. And, and they all stopped. I remember looking at my calendar and like just putting lines through stuff. And some of it I was kind of grateful for. When I put lines through some of my meetings or conferences, I was a little bit like, oh, okay. You know, you kind of gear up for it. It's what you're used to. And I will pack a calendar. I am the queen of that. I will jam-pack appointments and meetings and just to the hilt. But taking it off, I noticed some of it made me kind of happy. I was like, hey, Lori, you got to pay attention to this. Yeah. So, so 2020 kind of forced us to slow down and it forced Mm -hmm. us to take a look at how busy and jam packed our lives have become. Maybe to reevaluate some of the things as whether or not we need them and whether Mm -hmm. or not they are beneficial or, you know, uh, you know, hurting our mental and emotional well being. Yeah. And I think, you know, and then like people were doing cooking and people were doing things at home and people were appreciating their family more. And so I'm, I'm very thankful for that. I'm very thankful for the forced slowdown. Mm-hmm. And I believe, you know, a lingering effect of this is I am not that I've, I don't think I've ever maybe not appreciated the finer, the smaller things in life. I just, it, it reminded me to do it more often Yeah, to really savor, to really savor life's simple moments just to like, I love to just sit in the backyard sometimes and just really like, like look at the plants mm-hmm. and just, you know, watch the hummingbird get some, you know, nectar, some juice yes. out of the hummingbird feeder. We did have find a lot of gratitude for our backyard. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. You know, Matt's done a, a incredible job. It's so pretty. It's, you know, like just last night, London and I, when we were out there, London's like, our backyard is so aesthetic, my dudes. <laughs> And, you know, they use the word aesthetic. Like, that's like a teen word now. Really? Yes. Wow, that's good. It's. I like that word. Yeah. Aesthetic. And then um, satisfying is another one they yeah. use for ASMR. But yeah. she said it was so aesthetic, my dudes. She said, <laughs> I was like, I got to tell Matt this. <laughs> but, yeah, we really appreciate the backyard because we yeah. spent a lot of time back there. Yeah. And we even thought about, wow, what about people in, like, apartments in Manhattan that don't have an outdoor space and they're in quarantine, you know, like, cause it feels good to get outside. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, you, we've seen all the videos they've have found ways on their balconies and, you know, coming together in hallways and those kind of things, but yeah. uh, Slowing down. So that's a big one. That's a big one. And and I don't think, I I don't think, you know, one thing, once things go back to, to normal speed, will I ramp right back up to where I was before? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Will I stay as slow as maybe things have gotten? Uh, probably not. No, we're going to find the middle ground. But I think that, that makes us happy. But you know, when you dread like a week because it's too packed, that's not good. Yeah. And that's happened to me. Yeah. 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 And, uh, so here's another thing kind of a, you know, goes along with all this. One, I am thankful 
from an educational standpoint, my, how much I've learned technology wise. Yeah. Right. I've, I've really had to, because we've had to teach through the computer essentially. Yeah. I have been forced to learn a lot of, of technology, uh, educational technology that I, I previously did not. Yeah. I didn't know these things. And so just out of necessity, I had to learn a lot of things. Yeah. And so I've grown in that respect in a massive way. Yep. Massive way. Yep. And then the flip side of that is because my work has taken me to the computer so much more. My time away from work, I've spent way less time on the computer and I've been reintroduced to like journaling, mm-hmm. right? Pen and paperwork. Yep. I have like, I've actually for the first time in my life had a favorite pen. I've never been a pen person. Well, can I give a shout out to Diane Reese? Because <laughs> sure. she, she gave us the, the Sharpie S gels. I have, I have never been, beautiful. I've never been a pen snob. Oh. And all of a sudden now I'm even starting to become sort of a paper snob, but I'm, and maybe yeah. that's just appreciating. That's part of the appreciating those finer, the smaller things. Oh, it's how that ink flows on that page. And now every day, not, and not just for like list making. I, I have always written every day to like make a list of tasks or things I need to do at mm-hmm. school or whatever. You write a little note to yourself, but I am like long form, you know, I'm writing so much more. And so I'm, I'm really appreciating that. Yeah. So both sides of the technology thing, educationally, work-wise, I've really grown, but then at home, I've really kind of pulled away from technology and, you know, become more analog. I've become, you know, an appreciator of, you know, I've always loved the vinyl records, but, you know, playing the vinyl record and sitting down with a journal and a pen, like, yeah, it's been so satisfying. And just feeling the pages mm-hmm. between your fingers and yeah. the, and then looking at it after you're done. And it, it's good for our brains it because really I is. have noticed since we've started writing in the morning instead of jumping right on the computer, because we really are on the computer all day at work. All day. And every meeting, every IEP, every, you know, yeah. <laughs> teaching our three classes. Yeah. But, um, and I know it, and for people who work on computers all day, it sounds like we're whining, but like, it's just, it's not a a thing we're used to, right? We didn't, we didn't go into teaching to spend all day on our, on our computer. It wasn't a life that we chose. It was a life that just has happened. Yeah. And we're also commanding like 36 teenagers an hour. (laughs) So there's a lot coming at us. There's the, there's the written chat. There's people unmuting, Hey, Miss Jones. There's, you know, there's somebody making pancakes, you know, I mean, it's like, it's really sensory overload. Yeah. I I I have, yeah. I really feel like an air traffic controller. Oh Yeah. Like just Absolutely. all the all the different things going on and yep. you're just juggling all those things. Yep. Yeah. Um but but the the pen and paper and just to like be in um Barnes and Noble and go over to the journal section and just look at them all. Like it's just yeah. it's so simple, but it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's really nice to just uh I don't know, hold those in our hands and Yeah. I don't know, old school. Yeah. Um something else I'm really thankful for. We started our podcast in 2020. Mm-hmm. We started it during, you know, yeah. I think it was April. April we yep. started. Yeah. And it was... Um, we, I don't think, I don't know that we would have otherwise. I don't think we would have because we would not have had the time. Yeah. The physical time. And um, we kind of knew that our time would be, would open up. And we bought this equipment. It was kind of pricey, but we bought it. 
And the chapter in my book I'm reading right now just talked about, you know, the importance of learning something new Yeah. as an adult. You know, as a kid, you're kind of forced to learn. But an adult, you get in your rhythm and routines and you realize, wow, I haven't learned how to do anything new lately. Yeah. And so the podcast, which, you know, I, I, we should go back and listen to some of our early ones because I feel like it's so much more organic now because mm-hmm. we've learned how to kind of work with each other and we've been together almost you know known each other for almost 30 years now it's like but, but we have to learn ourselves learn how to speak to each other in this format yeah. i don't know it's just so different and it's been very invigorating to be part of the podcast community i listen to a lot of podcasts you know mm-hmm. we both listen to a lot of podcasts and now we're part of it and it's been uh it kind of livens you up yeah. And I was just putting on my little learning, like, what do I want to learn? And I was like, how to, how do you cure olives? Because remember, I, <laughs> I keep saying, I've got to learn as the olives drop off of our tree. Um, you know, that's one thing I want to learn. And, and, but just having something to learn. And the podcast mm-hmm. is something that's just you and you and I. Mm-hmm. And although our children are kind of content, <laughs> sometimes it's you and I, and we tell them we're going to record and they're like, oh my God, again. And we're like, yeah, we're going to go do this. It's yeah. for us. And I think it's important that they see we're passionate about yeah. something. And it just, it, it, it's like a, you know, it's, it's something creative for us. Uh, it's a, it's an outlet. It also just helps with our, you know, our mental fitness. Yeah. You know, to think and to create yeah. and have conversations and have to come up with content and all that kind of stuff is good. And it deepens our, our uh, attachment to our profession. Mm-hmm. So it brings this depth, whereas you could get into rote and like, oh my God, how many years till retirement? I'm so burnt out. It actually invigorates what we're doing for a living. Mm-hmm. So it has this extra cool, you know, I don't know, bonus. Yeah. Here's one more thing I want to throw out there. And I think maybe this might be the greatest lesson of all from, from 2020. Is I have always been almost to a fault, very future oriented. I've always been really obsessive with the future. I've always been very like goal oriented and really thinking and planning. And there's something to be said about that. And I think I've, I think I'm very good at it. I've spent so much time thinking about the future that I'm very like, I don't know, my predictions or, you know, the way I think things are going to work out is very accurate because I, I spend so much time practicing that skill. I've really been forced to slow down and live today mm-hmm. and in, in many different ways we have been reminded that today is all we have. And I yeah. have, I've read about it this year, right? A lot of the things I've read about have sort of reinforced that have talked about that. And these are ancient texts. These are, yeah. you know, these are not like current, you know, mm-hmm. mindfulness kind of, you know, things it's, you know, uh, ancient philosophies, and, and I've part of the slowing down process, part of the forced reflection has been an acknowledgement that today is all I have. Yeah. Today is all I am guaranteed is this moment yep. and to appreciate it. And am I going to worry it away? Right. You know, and the future is, is going to happen. I, I, you know, I can have some influence over it by what I do today, but I have no control over it. Mm-mm. The past is the past. I cannot change anything about it. 
And all I could do is go out today and try to be my best self today. Yeah. Try to live my best life today. Try to enjoy some beauty today. Try to laugh today. Right. Try to feel. Try to increase the joy Mm -hmm. that I feel. Try to contribute as much as I can to the development of of a good society. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and try to, you know, diminish the the negative in my life, the negative emotions I might have, feelings I might have. Yeah. And uh and so for that I am very thankful for 2020. Yeah. It's it's put me in a good place from that perspective. Yeah. It has it's changed us. Mhm. It's changed us. And yeah. I I think a lot of people could say the same. Yeah. So 2020 thank you. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you've done for us. We will never forget you. And just like that, another episode has come to an end. We are so grateful that you took the time to listen and invest in the lives of our teens, the leaders of tomorrow. Please remember to subscribe, review, follow, and spread the word to help us grow the coalition of caring adults needed to help our teens live their best lives. All of the details on how to help and stay connected can be found at teachersavesworld.com. Until next time, let's keep saving the world. One teenager at a time.